Hey there. So it is Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. I am so excited. Our new issue of Speakers Magazine is out. Uh, talking about get out there, get known. This is Reparations on Fire by Nikichi Taifa. She also has other books as well. Um, Black Power, Black Lawyer. I don't have that one down there. But I will say a quick little thing before we get into the podcast. Some of the books to get, classic books to get. This particular book, it's called Soul Food. So those who are on the podcast can see. It's called Soul Food. It's by Robert L. Wallace. I believe he's out of Baltimore. And he talks about 52 principles for Black entrepreneurial success. Okay. This book, I'm a bookie, right? So this book is so good. I interviewed him last year. Came out in 2000. Okay. So 22 years old. That is a particular really, really good to get. He is an accomplished engineer, entrepreneur, author, business consultant, but that's not who we have today. This book right here is up to date. Uh, Fix Your Business by Melinda. I'm, I'm highlighting black authors, right? So I love black authors and black speakers. Melinda Emerson, her book, Fix Your Business, really, really good book to dig. A 90-day plan to get back your life and reduce chaos in your business. So this book, Fix Your Business, is all these are on Amazon. I can put the links down here in the show notes. Reparations on Fire. I'll put the notes down here. Nikichi Taifa. Go to speakersmagazine.com. You'll read all her cover story. Uh, there is a book that I really, really love. And this is an old classic. Um, but it's called 25 Habits of Successful Women by Dr. Stacia Pierce. I got all of my notes in it. It's a book that you can read and you need to reread often. It's about habits, how to visualize your best possible outcome, how to master maturity, how to connect with purpose partners, how to be informed on a higher level, how to be a finisher in life. What does all that have to do with get out there, get known? Because you need to have a continual personal development program for your life and for your business. And so today we're going to talk about someone who combines her ministry and her business, Allegra Hall. And she's going to talk about PR. She used to work as a producer for CBN. She's a journalist. She knows all things media. And we're going to just chop it up and talk about what does it really, really take to get media publicity? What does it really, really take from you? Who do you have to become in order to get media publicity? So that's what we're going to talk about right after this. Welcome to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast. Join Pam Perry, veteran PR strategist, Emmy award-winning producer and publisher of Speakers Magazine, who will show you how to crack the code in getting out there to get known. Each week, she either interviews her media friends, PR colleagues, or she just goes solo, offering you strategies on publicity, publishing, and platform building. So listen up to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry. Well, I'm so excited because I've got my business bestie on here, right? So Allegra Hall, let me tell you a little bit about her. I don't want to read the bio when she's like on stage with me, right? Because she'll be embarrassed. But let me just tell you a little bit about her. Allegra Hall is a leader in the media landscape. She is the founder of My Media Buzz, and that's what we're going to be talking about, how you can get buzz. Allegra has excelled as a television producer, like I said, for over a decade, love, lovingly known as Lady A and the producer. She's worked 14 years as a talent producer, guest producer, web content writer, and interviewer for CBN News to bring the good news to daily newscasts. 
working behind the scenes on this national platform, Allegra interviewed embedded world changers on Capitol Hill and in local churches. She completed a master's degree from Regent University with a BS from uh, Pennsylvania State University and a five foot tall mocha beauty uses her media, marketing and business and ministry background to impact the marketplace. Allegra's MMB team of professionals completed hundreds of episodes of the Harry Jackson show. He's out of the DMV area, the Hope Connection, Living by Faith and more. The National Press Club member with a solid goal, Rolodex work on projects and mega ministries with media giants like TBN and Daystar. A sought-after speaker, Allegra has been featured on Midday Maryland, Major TV, and Ventures TV Network. A former New Jersey girl who co is the co-inventor of Clean Cart Cover by I Push Pure, Allegra is a prolific writer who boosts hundreds of five-star reviews. And her writing clients include NFL players, trend-setting fashion designers, Carol's daughter, and growing tech giants. As a producer and storyteller... She's interviewed world changers like legendary news anchor Juan Williams, best-selling author Sierra Jakes, and many more. She's a proud member of the National Press Club, and she also is a brand new member of the Bow Collective. <laughs> so congratulations, because I know that Bow Collective thing is brand new. So I saw that. I was like, okay. You don't have on your green. Do you have on green? No, not today. I'm in there. Okay, you got to get in that green. You know I what I'm saying? Green all the time because it's about that. <laughs> it's about that green. I was like, the bow collective. I was like, okay, so there we go. So shout out to Nick Cobra because she's yes. the, she's the founder of all that kind of stuff. So Allegra, Allegra, thank you so much for joining us today. I mean, one of the things that I really, really love about you and just the backstory of how we met, um, my company, Ministry Marketing Solution, was working with many, many Christian authors and speakers, and oh, I pitched yeah. you all the time. I pitched <laughs> you from the, the well-known to the unknown, right? And and you were always so gracious, and we put on uh, Joanne Ward on. I remember mm -hmm. we had one of those uh, episodes with Joanne Ward. She was doing Faith and Fitness, and you brought her on. But tell us how you shape stories so that they fit the platform for television because you know everybody's goal is like I want to be on on the TV so how do you shape the stories and how do you make it relevant and so that regular people can understand what you're looking for so you know what first of all Pam can I say this I love your theme music <laughs> <laughs> And I love that intro. I was getting excited. I'm thinking, who's the voiceover? That voice was that is, say something. That is my husband. Oh, really? I'm Mark. <laughs> he so did Mark a great job. This voiceover uh, giant in his head, right? But I <laughs> do my podcast, okay? How about we do that? <laughs> well, tell him I loved it. <laughs> good, good. To answer your question, well, you know, so many people want to be on TV, but not everyone is really made for TV. I mean, you know that um, some things are better for print. Some things are better. Some people are better for um, podcasts. Oh, Dr. Sa Hi, Dr. Crawford, I see you. <laughs> I've got to get your book, by the way. I just saw that pop up. Um, but what I will say is, I tell people all the time, it has to be timely. That I mean, I think that's beyond anything. You can have an incredible story. I mean, something that'll bring people to tears, that'll, uh, your story is gonna make people stand on their feet and clap and shout. However, if it's not in the right time, then the news won't pick it up. 
And yeah. it's not that journalists don't think it's good. It's just that there's a cycle, there's a flow, there's a behind the stage um, choreographing going on all the time. And mm -hmm. so it has to fit in that stream. If it doesn't, if it doesn't flow with what's happening right now in the world, no one's going to touch it. And you'll say, I spent all this time. I spent all this money. I've been right. pushing it out. I've been distributing it. I'm, but it's not that it's not good or worthy um, or newsworthy. It's just timing. That is really key. Mm -hmm. So what Allegra is saying is that you have to have a nose for news. <laughs> you don't have to be a news junkie. Like go to bed, you know, sun up to sundown, your MSNBC, CNN, and watching all the news channels. But you do have to know the cycles of the news because that's really, really key. Give you an example of every month there's a particular theme that mm -hmm. most stations kind of go by. You know, January, you know, people, they're thinking of New Year goals and, and that kind of thing. And then MLK is in January. So, you know, stories around that. Mm -hmm. February, maybe it's Valentine's Day. If you got a book about love and relationships, Black History Month, this is kind of mm -hmm. like Black people are, you know, March is Women's Month and some other mm -hmm. things. You know, and then there's also diseases that are particular months. I mean, you can go to a calendar and know generally what's going on, but you have to know what is news now. So a lot of times when you see people on like the major platforms of the major news stations, they bring on experts that are talking about a topic in the news because they want their opinion of it. Mm -hmm. And you have to know what's going on. If they're talking about Israel, then if you have a book that has to do with that, if you're talking about uh, police brutality, you have oh, yeah. a book about that, then you, then you need to really get offer up in the form what the news likes in a form of a media release or a media alert to let them know that you're available to speak on the topic that's in the news cycle. Yes. The yes. News. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, it's like so important. And so some people it's like, I don't even watch the news. Well, how are you going to be on the news if you don't even watch it? Okay. It's like, you've mm -hmm. got to watch and you've got to know, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes you have to know like so, so one of the things we work together on some things. So we'll say, mm -hmm. well, who is the local newspaper in your town? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying like who is the publisher or right. who is the writer, right. but who is what is the name of the newspaper in your town? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they don't even know. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh my god, every every let's go through like every local they have they have dailies they uh -huh. have weeklies mm -hmm. they have community shows that's right they have news shows they've got morning shows yeah then we've got this whole thing of ott then there's fox soul there's connected tv there's so many different outlets and so where is your audience where mm -hmm. is your audience and what is it that you're going to share out mm -hmm. so that it gets the news's attention the producer's attention the editor's attention, the writer's attention. Mm -hmm. uh, let's talk about how you made the transition, I guess you would say, from you know working as a producer for 14 years for a TV network, national TV network, to where you are now. <laughs> well, actually, it was it was um, gradual, but what ended up happening, if I, if I can say this, you asked my story, so I'm going to tell the truth. What happened was um, I actually was praying about it. Uh, for all of your listeners who believe in prayer, it really does work because I enjoyed uh, while I was um, there as a guest producer for so many years and I was bringing in all kinds of politicians and missionaries and uh, anybody from, you know, from billionaires, literally billionaires. 
coming in for uh, conversations to your, your regular everyday person who's got a book that just touches our heart and we were bringing them in and people kept saying to me allegra how do i get on tv can you call me later can you produce me personally and i was like oh, i didn't even know that was a job here <laughs> i thought you had to work for you know for a studio and so i started taking clients and then also at the same time i felt like it was time to go home and work from home so i i pitched my then incredible boss could i work from home uh work virtually because that was before it was called virtually <laughs> yeah right right that's ahead of your time right and he says yeah do it allegra and he said let's let's try it out and see how it works and i was actually more um productive Mm -hmm. working in my home office that I was in the studio and I came in, you know, when necessary. But that being said, my clientele just started growing. And then, of course, I became married and, and have a little kid. So, you know, that that balance. And now through pandemic, everybody knows you can do it. You can work. work virtually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's how the transition happened for me. But there were so many ministries that I came across who were saying, why can't I get on TV? I want to, I said, what do you want to talk about? Well, we're having a bake sale on Friday and for the missionaries. And I think they should put that on the news. And I'm like, no, it's not newsworthy. Is there something in particular? <laughs> Is there something, you know, specific? And, um, you know, it was just starting to talk to them about how to create and how to craft their story to make it um, impactful and also to get more eyes on it, not just their congregations. Right, yeah. right. To give them more media buzz, which is really the name of it. They want buzz. <laughs> my me my media buzz. I'm actually mymediabuzztv.com. Ah, me. okay. So let me change that. My media buzz. <laughs> See, this is what happens in live TV. Things happen all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be flexible. <laughs> oh, that's it. So it's my media buzz TV. That's me. Mm -hmm. That's you. That's you. Because the key word is TV, because that's where really the, the, the background of really where your love is and all that kind of thing. So that's where my media buzz tv.com. But then also, too, we do more than TV. Right. So we do yeah. um, press releases. So kind of talk a little bit about mm -hmm. the press release. And people say, well, the press releases are dead. No, they're not dead. They just change. Um, kind of talk a little bit about that and what that does for people and give us some examples because I know you did one for Carol's daughter. You did a few people because I, you know, just did some things with you. So tell us about some of the media releases and where they landed, because if you don't have that first, you may not land at the other places. Yeah. So um, whoever's saying press releases are dead, they don't understand the, 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 what goes on behind the scenes. Right. That's part of how journalists get their information. I mean, they don't sit around like, you know, Johnny Carson days, the great Karnak. Right? <laughs> What's happening next? No. Yeah, like, like, oh, you know, I wonder, let me go out on the street like Clark Kent and just be a roving reporter and try to figure out what's news. Mm -hmm. No, no, we need to be pitched. They need to be pitched. They're too busy. They got to do a million stories in a week. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. That 24 seven news cycle changed everything, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So there isn't, there aren't any weekends, right? There aren't any days off. There aren't even evenings. These guys work all the time. So our job is to take your story and push it down, smush it right into 300, 400, 500, 600 words. Um, some people want to write 2000 word press releases. Nobody's reading that. Okay. No. They just don't have the time for it. It's not that it's not important or good. It's about time again. It's, it's time. 
Mm-hmm. So what we do is we create and craft them and we take the top uh, most interesting points and the most timely points and make the pitch, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And send it out. And we t- so sometimes some of my clients have literally lists and lists of degrees and certifications that they're not, this is not the platform for that. We're gonna take your the top three most important and how it connects to the story and then send it out. But Mm -hmm. journalists, they need help just like anyone else. Um, So press releases aren't done. I can also tell you that fax machines are still, (laughs) if you believe that people are still receiving faxes. Oh my God. Yes, especially even in your your local, your, you know, your local gazettes and. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. And and yeah. And some of the local, you'd be surprised the the affiliates are still receiving faxes. Why? Um, Um, The digital faxes, but also the regular fax machine, because it's, it's, it's a mode of, you know, of information uh and people are still using them. So people use the wired, people use the wire. They call it, it's on the news wire and that sort of thing. And I remember my first PR job, um, really full as a PR director of the Salvation Army. And we did a fax blast, fax blast. So we would do like, it was like the new technology, right? You put in all the, you put in one number and it'll go to all the, oh my God, it was like crazy. But then the wire, the PR news wire came very like the the thing that people would do. They put one press release on the wire and then the wire would send it out to the journalists. And that's That's a really, really good way to get the publicity out Mm-hmm. Also, too, you could hire a publicist mm-hmm. you know, like myself or Allegra, and mm-hmm. then from our contacts, we send it out as well. And mm-hmm. we both use something called Scission. Yes. And Scission is its own beast. There's a lot of different types of uh, media, I guess you would say media uh, tools that we use, but they it's basically mm-hmm. it's a database of the media. Yes. But we don't go into Scission or whatever it is, it's Muckrack or whatever, and hit select all and send one release to everybody. That's one way to get blacklisted. <laughs> so it's like, why is he sending me stuff that has to do with, I don't know, uh, reparations? And I'm a health, I'm a health uh, writer. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you know, you gotta mm-hmm. make mm-hmm. sense. It's kind of like what uh, Stacia Crawford says. She says mm-hmm. people miss so many media opportunities just because they're not watching the news you must watch it yes the reason why you need to watch it you know who to pitch what Mm -hmm. and what their beat is so to speak or what is their interest Mm -hmm. or what it is that they like and that's so important i mean you're pitching the media but you're also pitching people so you want to know what is their hot buttons and what are the things that they like and the overall thing the main thing of how to help yourself get publicity is to be think of yourself not as a person who wants to be seen obviously the show is called get out there get known but how can you be a help to the audience that the media works for now you said something pam (laughs) that's it (laughs) how can you be a help to somebody else yes Mm -hmm. basically and 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 they do they want personalized pitches you, they want personalized pitches. If you're pitching to Forbes and you see someone is writing on a particular topic and, and me yes. and Alec, we passed it out before and say, oh, they've written on this before, they've written on that, then they may also like our client who has mm-hmm. the same type of thing. Because when you think about it, a reporter, when they're writing a story, they're gathering so much information. And so then they gather all this information. They have mm-hmm. it all in their head. Mm-hmm. Now they write the story and they're kind of done with it. 
But if they get a pitch that kind of continues the story, that means all the research that they've done, they can still kind of use it and recycle it. So yes. it's making their job easier. That's yes. the whole point. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you hear them say all the time, the reporters, how do I move the story ahead? Right. Mm -hmm. How do I what's the next leg of it? What's the next? Can I can I expand it? And um, if if you're an expert, like think about what's happening in the world today. Obviously, this horrible um, funeral that's happening today. We all mm -hmm. know about, you know, what's going on um, in the world. And if you are an expert on mental health, yeah. this would be a great time to pitch it and say, look, we're talking about the number of guns that are going on in America. But what we're not talking about is how that is a ripple effect mm -hmm. for our children. People mm -hmm. just thinking about going to the grocery store. How is this affecting like Instacart and all those guys are making billions of dollars because people are afraid to go, you know, shopping. And right. so you can come on and grow that story yes. right? as, yes. as a psychologist, as a mental health professional and say, I'm here to help America heal. Mm -hmm. That but is if you're not people, watching the news. You don't know about that. Right. You don't know to come on and talk about trauma because it could be traumatizing for people to have watched the video. I personally did not watch I the video. Watch I knew it was going to be horrific. Obviously, yeah. he died. Yes. So I didn't watch it. But some people who did watch it, maybe they're traumatized. And it yeah. could be someone who is a mental health professional can come on different shows and like well what show you know everybody wants to go to the top shows but there's other shows in between there's podcasts there is um you know with quick media covers there's so many different outlets that people can go on as well there's US times us reporter i mean so you've got to find the right place to to put your story and put it in enough places often enough mm -hmm. and so that leads to the fact so uh we have a client maybe that has um been in the music observer Okay, so they're on the music observer. They've got this CD and other that, and they're trying to, you know. So, what can a person do to amplify to get out there and get known? Once they do get some media coverage, or once they do have a press release, how can they amplify the message so they're not? I don't want to say lack of a word. They're not depending on the publicist to just push them, push all the buttons for them, right? Like we we don't have we, we don't have a magic wand all the time. <laughs> It's like, okay, we got the magic wand. Everything's going to happen for you. It's like, no, boo, you got to do something. So what is it that they can do to push their story out on their end besides, you know, the obvious, well, maybe that's obvious, but give me some tips and I'll, I'll add mine as well, how they can continue their own story and push it out. Well, I think the first, first and foremost, they need to take what you've already created and push it out on their own personal platforms. I mean, it just seems such a simple thing to do, but a lot of people don't. And they may even have their own email lists, right? And like either refuse or forget. Like I have this gold because it's really is gold that you have this email list and you don't even know who's on there, who can be connected and connected and connected. So and I they may not have seen the story. They may not have seen the print. They may not have seen the radio or heard the podcast or saw the, right. the, the article. So you got to right. let them know. And then that's I said, well, I think they probably saw it. Send it to them again. Maybe they didn't read it. Maybe they just saw the headline. I was like, you can tell some, I know you got to tell me something more than once. So, so. People are busy. People They're so busy. busy, right? They, you know, send it to them let people know you have to be your own advocate 
Yes. As with anything else, whether it's your health or anything, you have to be your own advocate. So you can pay someone thousands of dollars you know, a month, tens of thousands of dollars if you want to for some people. <laughs> right. And that's great. You know, publicists, yay, we'll take the money. But you also have to be your own, that's your own advocate. You have to share it. Like Allegra said, you share it on your own platform, share it on your own social media, yeah. screenshot it. I yes. had a client one time that did a TikTok with her particular uh, as a green screen in the background, the article in the background, and she came out dancing. Uh, I was like, oh my God. Uh, and, uh, you know, you can put in your email signature, email every day. Absolutely. You know, when you hit reply, yeah, it's like, so you know, good. yeah, it could be something like, you know, latest news, you know, and then they click it and they read your story. You're emailing probably 50, 60 emails a day. So, you know, yeah. they're going to have to see that news. Yeah. Uh, they obviously we tweet. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of people aren't on Twitter, but I will say that the media is on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Some people say, well, I'm just on Facebook and I'm just on Instagram. Go on Twitter, you know, put mm -hmm. your story out on Twitter. Now, mm -hmm. I will say like with that, I have seen people at the media mm -hmm. and like at today's show and then put their story link. Don't do that. And so then I go to their timeline. It's like 60 or 70 <laughs> different apps to the media outlet. Don't spam. Okay, and we're not saying spam, well, but the ones that are interested, you know, yeah. you can maybe add them mm -hmm. or something like that. I'm thinking like um, Roland Martin show, right? Whatever. Mm -hmm. So maybe he didn't see the particular story. So at Roland Martin, put mm -hmm. that one link and say, hey, you may be interested in that. And then he'll click on that link because he'll see it publicly on Twitter. Yes. Okay, he'll see it publicly on Twitter. Now, don't add everybody because then <laughs> Roland's like, well, he's just spamming everybody. Um, so okay. don't don't do that. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that I think people don't do is the email list for sure. Mm -hmm. um, also making sure that when you are um, emailing people, put that in there in your all your social media, making sure yes. that. But also mm -hmm. text the link. Okay, everybody's on email, right? Everybody's on email. Everybody's on email, but also everybody is on their phone. Oh, all so day. take the link and text it to I don't know your five favorite people, right? Mm -hmm. Your your mm -hmm. five your five fave, yes. and then ask them to post it on their social media. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. that's just simple to do. It's not like you're asking them to give you money. We're just asking <laughs> you to post this link about mm -hmm. my new news story. Yes. on their social media. Mm -hmm. And I always say, you know, it's it's just a text link and all they have to do is hit it. Hit it. The story is, is, can be shareable. So mm -hmm. share everything in terms of, you put it regular part of your content and don't just share it once. Yeah. Don't share it once, <laughs> share it like two or three times. Like you mm -hmm. have one piece of content, maybe you shared it once on Facebook, LinkedIn, yep. whatever, whatever. I mean, TikTok, <laughs> more than once put it in your in your regular cycle of your content mm -hmm. is really, really important so i want people to know that they have to share the content it's can i add something dr pam yeah, yeah. which is that now once they do that please go back and respond when people mm -hmm. give you comments Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. Because oh my God. People expect in this day and age, they want to engage. And if someone takes the time to go beyond clicking and reading it, then they go and they go beyond just giving you a thumbs up or a smiley face, and they actually take the time to type something to you. You need to respond to that person yes. because yes. they actually want to engage. So you don't know how that can connect you to the next and the next and the next. Mm -hmm. So yeah, engagement is key. Yeah.
it, engagement is key. And then I always say, don't post and ghost, right? <laughs> don't post and ghost. You're going to make sure that you um, do things. I mean, something as simple as screenshotting the article, okay? Mm -hmm. Screenshot the article, right? Besides mm -hmm. the link, you can also screenshot it. You can put it on your website. Now you have a logo. Put that logo on your speaker sheet, on your mm -hmm. press kit, because that's what it is. It's part of press. Uh, you obviously want to um, send it to clients, send it to prospects, right? Just like, hey, you know, just, I know we haven't talked in a while. Um, this recently came out in the U.S. Times or it just recently came out in America's Sharks of Business. Want to send it to you. I mean, that's just a way to tell your story. Obviously, if you have a newsletter of some sort, um, and then you can even do like a, a, a screenshot of it with a voiceover and put that up as a TikTok. That's another way. You don't have to dance on everything, but you know, you can do it. Apparently, Mark Perry is available. <laughs> to do a voiceover of the screen, right? You know, but it's like it's one of those things where you can be creative with it because different people like to see it in different ways. Yes, they do. And so you know, making sure that you're putting those logos into your press mm -hmm. kit, into your media kit, so that people mm -hmm. will know that you had that press. Mm -hmm. And so it's just leveraging it. And so once you get the publicity, please make sure you leverage it because not everybody's going to see it. We know your favorite people saw it, but then there's a whole lot of other people, your perspective. The whole point of PR is really to help get you more customers and clients. So you want to mm -hmm. send it to prospective customers and clients. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're shouting about yourself. You're sending them your website. You're sending a story that has been written about you. Yes. So that would be good. You don't want to send the press release per se. Mm -hmm. You want to wait till the press release has been picked up and yes. then send them that story. That's it. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah don't now, send them the press <laughs> No, they're not going to, you know, the person's not going to realize that it's actually your press release that's being reprinted. You know? right. Yes, right. But, they won't know that, but you no. want it on the actual mm -hmm. new site. Yes. That's right. Yes. You want that it on cool. the new that site. Cool. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the things that, um, uh, that uh, uh, Dr. Crawford said, journalists want a personalized pitch. Mm -hmm. As much as you can, personalize everything. I know mm -hmm. it takes more work, but that's why they hire people like us, mm -hmm. right? Because it is work. But mm -hmm. personalized pitches really help because now we know that, you, that you're not just doing a blast, that you're really mm -hmm. going to one particular writer who has one particular beat and you're yes. talking about this one particular story angle. And if they say no... Mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. now, then, you know, mm -hmm. find out, you know, look at the, what they're producing or what kind of stories they're doing and then do something a few weeks later. Just keep mm -hmm. coming back with a new idea, a new segment idea, a new yep. story idea. Mm -hmm. Just because they say no to one, it's up to you. It's kind of like what, um, what you said, like watching the news, knowing the news cycles and coming mm -hmm. back. Because mm -hmm. they're always, this part of their job, this part of their job. So we want to make sure that we're making their job easier by giving them good ideas. Don't flood their email boxes with garbage. Um, mm -hmm. You could talk about that. How many, how many pitches did you get in a week when you were producing? Oh my gosh. I honestly, when I would come to work and I come to work at like five in the morning and, and my email box would already be filled, you know, you'd have like 40, 50 emails just waiting to open up and uh, again, not to mention all the books that came in the mail and uh, unrequested, um, but or packages or people would send their CDs or um, just mail me their their press kits. You know, so I would 
when every single day there was stuff piled on my chair, stuff piled in my box. <laughs> and then of course my um, email box, just full of stuff. Well, you've got to know how to cut through, cut through the clutter of yeah. all of this. So mm -hmm. you can see that they're getting tons of stuff. So how do you cut through the clutter? And so part of it is starting with a little bit of media, keep moving it, keep leveraging it, keep mm -hmm. moving it. You know, the more you get, keep on a regular basis doing press mm -hmm. releases, it's going to bubble up because they're going to Google you. It's yeah. like, this person is always coming back, sending me a pitch. Well, let me Google them. That's exactly they don't see anything new. It's like, well, you know, I need to see something that some movement on their end. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure that you're always getting some kind of media hits, whether you get in Speakers Magazine, Yay! something. Yes. So this, is, this is one of the ones. This is not the February one, but I, I have them all over the place. Uh, mm -hmm. But that's one of the things where people can just keep moving the needle about your story. It has yes. a story. That's a whole nother day, but a whole nother time. Well, thank you so much, Allegra. This has been great. So I want people to know that they can reach you, particularly at mymediabuzztv.com. That's right. Me. And that is one of the things too. And, and probably the fact that OTT is so big and, um, mm -hmm. you know, the whole Roku, Amazon Fire, you can help people get their shows together. Oh, yes. Get their shows together. And that's one of the things that people can contact you about writing their scripts, helping them with all the other things a part about putting together a TV show. So make sure that you reach out to her for that because she knows what she's doing. She's been doing it for over a decade or so. So she knows media and media can help you get buzz on TV. So that's one of the things I love that. I love that name of that, that thing. So thank you so much for joining us today on uh, Get Out There, Getting On Podcast. This has been really good. I knew it would be. I knew it would be because we had so much to talk about. And congratulations again on the Bow Collective. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a really, really cool. Tell people really quick what it is. So, you know, the Bow Collective is a group of African-American businesswomen that come together to help really help one another mm -hmm. and um, to open up the doors that have been closed for so long. So I was just excited to be accepted as a member. I mean, these are serious businesswomen and they're um, He's one of them. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My so, friend Melinda. Yeah. Yes, oh, she's yeah. one. And and now also too, uh, Nicole Roberts Jones. She's one as well. She's a, she's a both sister as well. I don't, don't yes. have her, her, but yeah. So there's some other, and Dee Marshall. She's also a one as well. She was on Speakers Magazine as well. So you're in good company. And there are a lot of them are in DMV, but they're spreading out oh, as yes. well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good, good, good. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, and I look forward to. Uh, working with you again and some more and some other stuff and have you back and we'll talk about storytelling and that kind oh, of thing. Oh, good. I'd love to come back anytime, Dr. Pam. All righty. Thanks a lot. Talk to you soon. Bye -bye. I'm Pam Perry and I'm out. You've been listening to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast brought to you by PamPerryPR.com where you'll get insider tips on how to build your platform, pitch the media, and promote yourself with confidence. Head over to PamPerryPR.com and get the exclusive video training on the seven must-have marketing materials you need before you pitch. In order to be considered in media places or superstar stages, PamPerryPR.com, where you